0: My mind rebels at stagnation. Give me problems. Give me work. Give me the most abstruse cryptogram or the most intricate analysis, and I am in my own proper atmosphere. But I abhor the dull routine of existence. I crave for mental exaltation. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Hello and welcome to The Proper Atmosphere podcast powered by Soul Performance Academy. I am your host Dan Mickle. The Proper Atmosphere is a weekly podcast focused on answering your questions about mental performance, coaching and lifelong learning. The Proper Atmosphere is proud to be sponsored by It's Called Normal Athletics. ICN Athletics makes the extraordinary ordinary through adaptive beach volleyball. Everyone should have the opportunity to enjoy and excel at the sport and ICN offers the programs and educations to make it normal for adaptive athletes to play on any court. Help them make beach volleyball court a place for everybody. For more information or to make a donation to the 501c3, please visit icnathletics.com. Thank you, and they'll see you in the sand. And thank you to John and Dave and everyone involved with It's Called Normal Athletics. Check them out, icnathletics.com. All right, episode 19 And the title of this episode is Letting Down My Coach. The question comes from James, a basketball player from Maryland, who writes in, I tend to freeze or choke in games. I'm always worried that I'm letting my coach and my team down. What can I do? This is really holding me back. Well, James, this is not uncommon. Probably performance anxiety is one of the biggest things that we see as mental coaches and in the sports psychology field. And... One of the things that we really have to look at as we dig into this is what is the root cause? We could sit here and work on the skills and things that can help you overcome it, but we really need to attack what the root cause is, and there could be a lot of them, and we'll dive into that a little bit. And then we also have to realize that this is going to be a multi-prone attack. It's not going to be a single-step solution. There's going to be you know a lot of different things that can be done to help to kind of lessen that anxiety and work through it and some of it may be as simple as journaling some of it will be breathing and relaxation but there's there's different areas that we want to kind of talk about so let's go into some of the solutions and for me there's four steps that i kind of want to look at when we're looking for the solution and step number one is first we got to find the source and What I mean by that is we we really need to look, and it doesn't have to be just one, but typically there's usually one that's a major source. It's either fear of letting your coach down, fear of letting your team down, fear of letting your parents down, or fear of letting yourself down. And the reason we really need to look at that is because how we handle the next step is dependent on what we think the main source is. And James, in your note, you mentioned about you know, you feel like you're letting your coach down. So for this example, we're going to kind of go through that with the coach. And that leads us to step two. Once we know what the source is, step two is we have to go to that source and talk to that source. So you kind of need to go to your coach and just get on the same page. What are the coach's expectations? Because a lot of times the pressures that we put on ourselves, our players are actually beyond what the coach is looking for. You know, the coach is just looking for you to get out there and get you know, in basketball, some positive minutes, maybe get some rebounds or some scores, but you're putting on these, you know, really drastic and lofty goals. And when you don't reach those goals, you feel like you're letting your coach down, even though that was never the goal of your coach. So I think one of the biggest problems that we run into is just kind of knowing what's expected. What is your role? And sometimes that can be a tough decision. You know, if you're a bench player, you're coming in off the bench or you're a reserve player, you know, Talking to the coach about that and understanding that role can be tough sometimes and, and hurts a little bit, right? But it lets you know where you're at. And that gives us two things. And and not to go off on a, a separate tangent, you know, that helps you with your goal setting and your roadmap and how you want to improve because you know exactly where you're starting from. But from the anxiety standpoint, you don't have to feel the pressure you're laying your coach down because you were putting more pressure than what the coach expected. And a lot of times coaches, really good coaches, know how to gauge where you're at and what they expect out of you is within your range and what you can do but again a lot of times we just go way over and above and beyond that and we we feel like we're letting them down and we just have to really look at it so that was step two talk to the stores step three is huge and i know i'm going to sound like a broken record because every week i say the same thing but it really does a lot of this leads back to this is You got to journal what you're doing so that you can see your growth and your ability it's really easy to say i want to be a better basketball player i want to be a better shooter i want to be a better skier i want to be a better swimmer but if we're not actually writing down and tracking how do we know we're getting better because a lot of times it's the little stuff that we're getting better at that isn't a metric on the stat sheet so we can't look at and say okay I had this many quality minutes in a game, you know, how do we know what those quality minutes are? And that's where the journaling process comes. And what happens is we start to get that little critic in our back of our head telling us that we're not playing well enough or we're not doing well enough. And we need to kind of silence that. And and that'll go to point four here in a little bit. But how it relates to journaling is that's going to give us the proof that we need. That's going to show us I've worked hard. I've been working on my free throws. I've been working on my perimeter shots and I am getting better. But because we want to make these big, huge jumps all the time, we not, may not realize that we're actually getting better at things. And, and that can really, really be the issue. So we want to make sure that we are journaling and writing down what we're doing so we can say, okay, I've maybe gotten 5% better. That may not feel like a big jump, but it lets you know that you're still moving in the right direction. I'm not going backwards, or I'm not getting stagnant, with my abilities i'm still growing it's just not huge leaps and bounds you know we talk about how it's really easy to go from a bad player to a good player but it's really hard to go from a good player to a great player because it's such a fine adjustment and a fine metric that we're looking at and if you're not constantly writing down what you're doing how do you know you're getting better so before every practice every, after every practice before every performance after every performance or game You should be writing down how you did, how it felt, what were the emotions like in that moment, not just, oh, I played well, I played poor, I played crappy. You want to put in there what you're doing, what emotions, oh, I was really nervous, so it was hard to dial in my shots, I was really bothered by the coach's body language. These are all things that in the moment affected your decision-making, how you play, that if you recall them down the road, days, weeks later, you may not remember them. And that's gonna hurt with your growth. And it goes back to that, you know, feeling like you're letting your coach down because you feel like you're not growing or getting better, but you actually are. But you have to figure out, you know, how you're going to do that. And then the last part, you know, we talked about that critic, that, that person inside that's questioning everything you do and, and kind of the negative Nancy that's going on in your head. And you need to put that inner critic on trial. On trial. Say, okay, you're sitting here saying I'm a bad player. I'm not performing. Let me prove you wrong. Because here's how many points I scored in practice yesterday. Here's how many I scored today. This is the minutes and the hours that I'm putting into this grind of my sport. So I am getting better. Maybe it's not fast enough for you, but you're telling me I'm getting worse is a lie. Because I'm getting better. And there may be times that you have a bad practice, a bad game. If you go back in your journal and start to look, and you start to have multiple bad practices or bad games in a row, Yeah, maybe you are taking a step backwards. But again, if you look back, you're like, oh, no, I've been progressing, so I just had one bad day. It's not the end of the world. And that's where we got to put that critic on on trial and just say, no, this isn't the true picture of me. This isn't my value of a player. This isn't what I bring. This is what I'm doing. And showing yourself that proof. These are the minutes that I'm putting in. Now, I tend to be an overjournaler. So when I would practice, or even today when we have practice, I write down almost everything. This is what we did. This is how I rated it. This drill was a 5 out of 5. This drill was a 2 out of 5. So was it because I didn't explain the drill correctly? Is the drill not set up right? Or are the players just not into it? Because it would be really easy to say, well, that practice stunk because I didn't plan it well. And it may not be that at all. It may be that your players are checked out. Or it may be that things were just overcomplicated. So as a coach, I even journal and go back and look at it because I don't want to disappoint my players and my fan base and my administration. So, James, it's kind of the same with you. Again, if, if we kind of recap these steps, find out what the coach really expects and wants out of you and make sure that you're not overshooting. You know, if he says, hey, I just need 20 points a game from you, you shouldn't be like, oh, if I don't score 40, I'm letting them down. Talk to the coach, talk to those people that depend on you and find out what they really need. Talk to the source, journal and write it, and put that inner critic on trial. Often this is all based on a lot of miscommunication. Again, not knowing what actually expected, it's just assumed. And that can vary from year to year. Maybe your production one year, has to change next year because maybe the offense or something has something else has changed so that's what you have to look at follow and show your growth in your journal and don't be afraid to challenge your thoughts if you start to have those thoughts creep in your head oh i'm not playing well or i'm letting the team down challenge them why am i saying that why do i feel like that is it because we lost and i had a subpar game you know, maybe you were getting double teamed or maybe the other team was basing their whole defense around you so it's going to be a lot tougher of a game. You can't shoulder all of that. Sure, we want to fight and get through it and learn to get around those double teams and all those things, but it's not always up to you to find the way out. You need to find out what your job and role is for that minute and how that you can actually work on that. So, James, I hope that starts. The process is the same. I know we went down the coach route because that's what you said. But for those that listening and aren't sure, you know, the same route goes with, for parents or teammates. You know, a lot of times we feel like we let our parents down. They're driving us to practice. They're at every game. And then we perform bad. We feel like we let them down. But most of the time, parents are just happy to see you doing something. They hurt with you when you don't have a good game. But it's rare that we're letting our parents down. But we feel that way because we don't have that communication with them to see what they think, what's expected, and get on the same page. Same with teammates. You miss that game-winning shot, and you feel like you let the whole team down. But they trusted you. They know that it's not a given that you're going to make it. But they trusted you to take that shot. And you... Probably put yourself in the best position to do it. You put in the time and practice, you put in the extra minutes, you put in the film study. So you're not letting them down. It was just a missed shot and it hurts and it stings. But it wasn't because you didn't try, it wasn't because you weren't prepared. So you can't feel like you're letting them down. You can be upset, disappointed that you guys lost the match or the game. But don't feel like you let your team down because you missed a really tough shot. Because if no one missed a tough shot, you probably wouldn't have been in those positions to begin with for the game winner, right? So again, I think the number one thing when it comes to feeling like we're letting people down is communication and going to that source and finding out what's expected and how that can work out. It can come from multiple sources. It can be your parents and your coach. Nothing changes. You just go to both sources and find out what's expected. Talk it out. Find out. Find out what your role is. Then start to journal and show your growth. Show how you've become a better player in October since August. The minutes and the hours that you put in in training, on the court, in the film study, in the weight room, speed and agility, all that other stuff that goes along with it. You see that in your journal. You're not underperforming because you're sitting on the couch eating chips. You're still working, and chances are you're still better. You're probably faster. You're probably stronger, a better shooter, better defense. It's just in this moment, it felt like you weren't at your best. And if you were prepared, you put the time in, then hold your chin up high because you did everything you could, and the chips just didn't fall your way. That's not letting teammates down. That's called sports, athletics, life. Letting them down is when you don't prepare. Letting them down is not doing the film study, not getting in the weight room, not being mindful in practices and just going through the motion. That's letting them down. But putting in the hard work and it just not working out in that moment, that's not letting them down. That's just the situation that happened, the cards you were dealt. All right, James, I hope that answers your question. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your season. And anyone out there that wants to reach us, podcast at properadmissphere.com is our email. You can reach me directly across all social media at mickle. Check out our sponsor, Soul Performance Academy, soulperformanceacademy.com, and at 717-SOUL across all social media. And, of course, our friends at it's Called Normal Athletics, ICN Athletics dot com, and we would love it if you would rate this podcast, share it, comment on it, like it. Let's get some communication, discussion out there, and really would love to see it move up the ranks on Apple and Amazon, Pandora, Google Play, all the places that's at. So please, please, please show us some love. And then lastly, be on the lookout. Soul Performance Academy. We are dropping a new program called the Revision Program in February of 2023 and you'll be able to find out more information on soulperformanceacademy.com. Click on the revision link, and we're going to change how we're training athletes and our, our younger athletes, and I think it's going to be a great program. Got some teasers out there. More information will be up on the website by the first of the year, but please check out that program. Peace, much love, don't suck, and we will see you all next week. This has been episode 19, Letting Down My Coach with a Great Question from James, a basketball player in Maryland. Catch you all next week on The Proper Atmosphere. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Proper Atmosphere, hosted by Dan Mickle and presented by Soul Performance Academy. Please send all your questions, comments, or inquiries to podcast at properatmosphere.com or reach out to us across all social media at 717-SOUL. We look forward to answering your questions in future episodes. And remember, you can listen to The Proper Atmosphere on any popular podcast service such as Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Thank you and have a great day.